the Drew Grimaldi Podcast. Everybody, welcome to the Drew Grimaldi Podcast. It is Monday, March 13th, <clears throat> and uh, I'm going to apologize up front. My notes are all fucked up, <laughs> but we're going to plug through this. There's a lot of crazy shit going on right now. Um, a lot of people predicted it. A lot of people knew it was coming. The collapse of the banks. Um, the banking system is coming to a collapse. Um, all of these Silicon Valley, the Silicon Valley Bank collapsing. Well, right now, you know, it wasn't FDIC insured. So there's people that are potentially not going to get their funds back through this bank. Now, here is a video on that. Here we go. So the banks are collapsing. And here's Alex Jones calling it out. The last six months, just grab four or five, because I know I said it about 100 times. Times that I said next they'll start collapsing regional and lending banks to consolidate them into the big six globalist banks that own the private Federal Reserve and the European Union Bank and the rest of it. And then out of that, they will call for central bank digital currencies to be rolled out just on... Wednesday, Biden, the third administration of Obama, put out his big Truth. new national directive. In fact, I forgot to re-pull that from Wednesday stack, uh, the big, quote, new cybersecurity initiative. And you read it, it's really to roll out a central bank digital currency that tracks and controls everything you do. Then they'll try to ban all the normal cryptocurrencies that are actually independent and decentralized power. <clears throat> That's all announced in there. And I said on Wednesday, look for them to crash the regional banks to bring in total control. We know the enemy's playbook. I said, will it be a banking collapse and the central bank digital currency casual society rollout? Will it be a cyber attack to bring that in? Will it be both? Will it be a massive new terror attack, an escalation of the war? These are all cards, because I've been looking over the enemy's shoulder what they got in their hand. Like it. I don't know exactly how they're going to play the cards. I don't know when they're going to play the cards. But I know what cards they got, and that's a lot. So, General Flynn, former head of the Defense Intelligence Agency, former top national security advisor to President Trump, and a true patriot, will be joining us here in about 57 minutes from now. And we're gonna. So that's the clip I wanted you guys to see. But um, I thought that was pretty crazy because he called this shit out. He said, "This is what's going to happen," and it happened. And everybody says, "Oh, he's." A conspiracy theorist and you know oh my god but people like to use the term conspiracy theorists in a negative light conspiracy theorists are people that are just really on to something all the time everybody keeps calling him a conspiracy theorist but in america everybody gets a free a free speech including alex jones everybody gets to speak the left gets to speak everybody gets to speak 
But that's not their agenda because their policies suck so bad. They have to take guys like him off TV and off the air. They have to deplatform him. They have to go after his bank account with stupid lawsuits. And then all the Soros courts, they just go through. It's sad what Ameri- what's happening to America right now. But he called it out. I mean, there's so many people that are so smart and they're in the know. And they've been saying this shit for a long time, that there's a banking collapse coming. Um and to even to go with that, Trump was right again. Trump was right again. Here's another video talking about the banking collapse that just came on. All of this incredible job that we've done will go down like that. It will be a terrible, terrible sight. It might even be a 1929 situation. So you have a chance to have the greatest numbers in history. You're almost there. We're almost back to where we were from the standpoint of the stock market. Think of that. Uh, but you'll have a crash like you've never seen before. You put the wrong person in office, you'll see things that you would not have believed are possible. All of this incredible job that we've done will go down. So, I mean, he says it right there, <laughs> that you put the wrong person in power and they're going to crash the banking system. Right now, we have an imposter in the White House. This globalist movement wants us to have no freedom, no freedom of speech, no freedom of thought, nothing. If it does not support their narrative and they don't want us peasants and peons to, to, to know about it or they don't want us to talk about it or say it, that's why. It's because people want to censor people that actually want to make America great. They hate people that want to make America great because the globalists see that as a threat. And when you're a threat to the globalists, all of a sudden you're a fascist and you're all these crazy things. They start comparing you to Hitler. and I mean, I've never in my life, the comparison that, that they've made to Hitler to Donald Trump never made sense to me. Donald, you know, the, the Nazis tried to, t- you know, they took away... Guns. That was the first thing they took away was guns. <laughs> and they were socialists. <laughs> so, I mean, this the Democrat Party are fascist. And classic, uh, you know, Russian, you know, um, misdirection, they tried to just put it back on us and say that, you know, that, that we're domestic terrorists and all that because we are, and conservatives are threats to the global order the new world order they hate us because we're free thinkers and i truly believe this i truly believe this we retake the white house in 2024 we start making america great again and i and we get freedom of speech back on and we start keeping true the what the reason why other countries wave our flag in the name of freedom I think that there's going to be a renaissance, another renaissance, once we get rid of these Democrats and this woke bullshit. I think there's going to be a renaissance. There's going to be a renaissance of good art. There's going to be a renaissance of good music. There's going to be a renaissance of good movies again, finally. And I I have noticed it over the years when I used to do stand-up comedy that there was a movement, you know, in the liberal, all the comics were liberals and then... You know, there there weren't any really like conservative comedians, and and I kind of noticed that a long time ago that you know I, I I was ostracized because of the fact that I was a conservative comedian. 
It's called a lot of names that I'm not. And I'm not, you know, I, that's why I do the podcast. But my point is, is that comedians are even starting to wake up. You got guys like Rob Schneider. You have all these people that are starting to wake up to this, you know, to, to this bullshit. And I, I think that we're going to have a renaissance. I think we're going to have a renaissance. I think comedy is going to be funny again. I think stand-up's just going to take off. Because people won't be so afraid of, like, well, shit, I don't want to go perform it. Some college where, you know, I say the wrong joke about a tranny and all of a sudden I'm fucking canceled. <laughs> I mean, it's retarded. You know, people are just getting away from from true, from ourselves, you know, uh, just trying to appease other people. And and in that, and in that, trying to keep other people happy and trying to, to not offend other people, we lose ourselves. We lose a piece of our identity. And I think that's the biggest thing that, you know... It, it really is a, a battle for the soul of our country. Um, do we want to? Do we want to be, you know, the Chinese communist country under Mao and the Mao Dynasty, where millions of people died? No, but that's where we're going under the Biden regime, because that's what happens when people try to control the resources and everything like that. That's what we're seeing. But anyway, so I'm going to continue on. So the the banks collapse. Trump was right. Getting back to my notes here. Trump was right. And this is uh, Biden on the banking collapse. All customers who had deposits in these banks can rest assured. I want to rest assured they'll be protected and they'll have access to their money as of today. That includes small businesses across the country that bank there and need to make payroll pay their bills and stay open for business. No losses will be, and I'm on, this is an important point, no losses will be borne by the taxpayers. Let me repeat that. No losses will be borne by the taxpayers. Instead, the money will come from the fees that banks pay into the deposit insurance fund. All customers who had deposits in these... All right, so I'm going to go back two steps even further. The... He's saying that it's not going to be any burden on the taxpayer. Where do you think the money comes from? It comes from the taxpayer. You bail out GM. You bail out all these things. The fact of the matter is, is that when you don't back banks like this, you're risking a complete financial collapse. <laughs> Joe Biden... They've they've regulated the market to death. That it just it, it's it's struggling. It's being strangled. But these people are clueless. And you know, Biden got up and he started talking about how you know the the, the U.S. banking has never been stronger, and it's just total gaslighting. Where everyone's like, dude, nobody believes you anymore. You know, I mean, you, you literally every time. Oh, a Chinese balloon flies over. Oh, it's all good. You know, they, you know. Well, we just don't want to shoot it down over land. Oh, and then we shoot down two more. Oh, we don't even know what they were. Blah blah blah. Everything these people do is reactive. It's never proactive. There's no agenda. They're just completely going with the flow, trying to keep, make everybody happy. And you're never gonna make everybody happy. You want to make your piece of the pie happy. <laughs> you know. But while all this is going on, this is Granholm. 
It is an existential threat. Do you care about climate change? Do you care about the future for you, for your children? Do you want to know how we can solve it through cool technology? I've got a very snappy Prezi that I'm going to snappy be doing. Snappy Prezi. How can anybody turn that down? So come to my speech. Yeah. So all while all of this is going on, while World War III is about to start. While banks are collapsing here in the United States, the former governor it of is Michigan, an existential the former governor an of Michigan, is out there. Who is our now our um, our energy secretary? She's out there talking about fucking climate change with all this shit going on. I just find it absolutely insane. It's nuts. These people are stupid. But I digress. Here is Chuck Schumer responding to, I spoke about it on the previous episode, um, McCarthy has released all of the tapes from January 6th that uh, Pelosi and all of them were trying to keep hidden. He made them public. And he released them to Tucker Carlson to view. And Tucker's been releasing them to the public. Uh, poking holes in that narrative just one at a time. Just poking them away. And uh, this one here is Chuck Schumer uh, responding to uh, that narrative. Let me see something quick here. So yeah, this is him responding to that narrative. See <clears> that? <throat> Last night, millions of Americans tuned in to one of the most shameful hours we have ever seen on cable television. With contempt for the facts, disregard of the risks, and knowing full well he was lying, lying to his audience, Fox News host Tucker Carlson ran a lengthy segment last night arguing the January 6th Capitol attack was not a violent insurrection. What about summer of 2020? The waters of conspiracy. You bailed them out. Cherry picking from thousands of hours of security footage. Mr. Carlson told the bold-faced lie that the Capitol attack, which we all saw with our own eyes, was somehow not an attack at all. He tried to argue it was nothing more than a peaceful sightseeing tour. It was. Can you imagine? A nonviolent demonstration. A perfectly fine and appropriate instance of people expressing their opinion. Nobody died that day except for Ashley so Babbitt. Many others who were here in the Capitol, and millions and millions of Americans. People like that should be taken out. Besides, Tucker Carlson and Kevin McCarthy. Fuck this guy. I mean, seriously. Many of my staff were here at the Capitol on January sixth. Their lives were put in danger. Yeah, were they really? Many of my colleagues, as well as police, maintenance staff, reporters countless others at one point i was within 30 feet of the rioters one i'm of sure they would have loved to have gotten their hands on them yeah because you're part of the problem asshole ran in the other direction to say january 6 was not violent is a lie a lie pure and simple I don't think I've ever seen a primetime cable news anchor manipulate his viewers 
the way Mr. Carlson did last night. I don't think I've ever seen an anchor treat the American people and American democracy with such disdain. So apparently the truth is dis is <laughs> is disdain. First of all, this was footage that that the January 6 prisoners, the people that are still in jail for January 6, their lawyers were not given this information. This is such a miscarriage of justice because everybody that showed up on January 6th was also protesting what happened the entire summer of 2020. What happened summer of 2020 was all in the Democrats. The Democrats kept bailing out thugs, criminals, and rioters to go in an Antifa all under the, the guise of BLM to go out and riot and destroy local law enforcement, go after federal buildings. And there was one protest that maybe got a little out of hand, January 6th, and these people act like it was, and, and they've said it, they said it was worse than 9-11 in Pearl Harbor. As an American, you should be insulted by that comparison. These people think that you are stupid. They think that you are a peon and a peasant. And you're not. They do not want you to realize the power that not only God gave you, but our forefathers granted you in him, because of him, because of God. So you got these people out there that are trying to just take away your rights, take away your freedoms. Say no. That is what they fear the most. They want to control your body. They want to control your actions. They want to control what you buy. They want to control that. Do not let them control your mind. Do not let them control your mind. This really is an information war. Because there's a lot of good people out there that still support the Democrat Party because they there's a generation of people, it's like the thirty-three percent of people that still vote for vote that still like Biden and think he's doing an okay job. There's that generation of people that that, that they just take that blue pill and they just go, Oh well, no more mean tweets. Oh, the news says it you know, he's at the news every single day getting shit on. He must be doing a good job. The media is covering for Joe Biden. And, you know, all the, the, the backdoor deals that him and his crackhead kid did. And I just think that, that the biggest travesty and the biggest thing that hurts, that hurts America are the lies. And the, I, I talk to a lot, a lot of shit on Twitter. Um, currently under a six-day uh, Twitter jail ban or whatever the fuck uh, because somebody was talking about Adam Kinzinger um, and Adam Kinzinger w was talking about Ukraine um, Adam Kinzinger is now going to CNN and I made the comment that CNN is where con artists go to die because it is that's where every some everybody seems to be ending their, their careers is on CNN they go to CNN and they're done and I got banned for that. They said that that was abusive. and I think fucking Kinzinger fucking reported me is what I do. That's what I think as a piece of shit. But I digress. 
they do not want you to be able to speak freely. Their feelings are not above my right of free speech. I don't give a fuck about your feelings. I want someone to be... I, I, was, a, I was a college tennis player. I played a college sport. I wanted a coach that would fucking look me in the eye and tell me how bad I suck and why. And that's how you get better. You need somebody who's going to look you in the face and tell you straight up what's wrong with your game, what's wrong with the country, what's wrong with anything. And right now, what we have is, is, is just complete chaos. I mean, everything's going to shit. The banks are failing. The U.S. dollar is failing. Gas and oil, the most expensive it's been. Energy costs, going with that, most expensive they've ever been. Cost of eggs, expensive. Everything's expensive. Joe Biden and the Democrats have destroyed everything that is great about America. And they want to keep doing it, and they want to keep pushing that. So... They will do anything to scare away with their little power that they actually do have. They will do anything that they can to thug people into submission. That's what these people do. They use the courts to bend to their shit. This is Josh Hawley, same thing. The exploration of new avenues for tripwire and source development against traditionalist Catholics, it's their, their language, including those who favor the Latin mass. Attorney General, are you cultivating sources and spies in Latin mass parishes and other Catholic parishes around the country? No, the Justice Department does not do that. It does not um, um, do investigations based on religion. I saw the document you have. What did it's you do about appalling. it? It's appalling. I'm in complete agreement with you. I understand that the FBI has withdrawn it and is now looking into how this could ever have happened. How did it happen? That's what they're looking into. But I'm totally in agreement with you. That document is appalling. I'll tell you how it happened. The, this memorandum, which is supposed to be intelligent, cites extensively the Southern Poverty Law Center, which goes on to identify all of these different Catholics as being part of hate groups. Is, is this how the FBI, under your direction and leadership, is, is this how they do their intelligence work? They look, they look at left-wing advocacy groups to target Catholics? Is this what's going on? I mean, clearly it is. How is this happening? The FBI is not targeting Catholics, and, and as I've said... They are! There's a document uh, showing it! ...an appropriate memorandum, and it doesn't reflect the methods that the FBI is supposed to be using. It should not be relying on any single organization without doing its own work. So they're, they're attacking Catholics, which totally makes sense with what the liberals believe in. They're giving all of our money to Ukraine, who has outlawed a certain sect of uh, Christianity. Think about that. Catholics and priests and stuff like that, they were getting hauled out and they were getting arrested because they weren't buying the Nazi propaganda that the Ukrainian government was putting out. So, you know, Merrick Garland... Um, I mean, he has weaponized the, the Department of Justice. The, the left was trying to make him a Supreme Court justice. Can you imagine as if that Catania chick isn't, word, isn't, isn't bad enough? They tried to put this asshole on there, and they said, and luckily the Republicans had a little bit of a backbone, and they said, fuck no. But they are using the IRS, 
the same the same big scandal with Lois Lerner and all of that. They're, they're using the IRS to target Catholics, to target anybody who's a conservative group that that will stand against them because they know that their policies suck. They know that if people can congregate in any type of way, if you can go to church and talk politics with with your neighbor or go to the bar talk politics those are the conversations that sway people and that's what they try to take away from us in 2020 they shut down bars they shut down everything they didn't want you to talk about how ridiculous of a candidate joe biden was they didn't want you to talk about what the democrats were doing bailing out protesters summer of 2020 so when January 6th happened, they said, oh, look at all of this. We get to use this thing to weaponize the FBI and all the three-letter agencies against the American people and against our adversaries. And that's what they've done. They were spying on the Trump campaign. Obama had authorized spying on the Trump campaign when Hillary Clinton was running against Donald Trump in 2016. And it's all been proven. It's all right there. But when Donald Trump took a stand against the intelligence community, it was because they are warmongering pieces of shit that want to support Ukraine. They don't give a fuck about the American dollar. They're socialists. They're communists. And they want to attack everything. They only hire their own kind. Your local law enforcement are the people you need to support and love. Your, your state troopers, your local law enforcement. The Federal Bureau of Investigation, all the three-letter agencies, they have turned into Biden SS troopers. Like Nazi, you know, Hitler's SS troopers, they're Biden SS troopers. They're doing some bad shit in the name of what they call democracy, but the fact of the matter is, is that America is not a democracy. It's a constitutional republic. So anytime you hear a liberal or, yeah, a liberal say, well, you know, you're a threat to democracy. No, well, great, because we live in a constitutional republic. <laughs> so you need to get your shit right. But continuing on, I got uh, one more for you. This is Marjorie Taylor Greene leaving people speechless with 2020 facts, 2020 election facts. Listen to this. Well, thank you very much for your expertise on this issue. Gabe, I do not consider you an expert on this issue. As a matter of fact, I consider you a major problem. And here's why. My ex-husband showed up to vote in person in the 2020 general election and was told he already voted. And they said, you, Mr. Green, you have voted absentee ballot. He said, no, I haven't. I never requested one. I never filled one out. I never sent it in. And he had to sign a form surrendering a ballot he never voted on and never sent in in order to vote in person. Now, that complaint got largely ignored. No one listened. We reported in the news. We reported it in the Secretary of State's office. Reported it constantly. And no one gave a shit about what happened to him. But guess what? It wasn't just him. There were many, many people that reported the same issue, not just in Floyd County, but all over the state. And I want to tell you something else. For you to say there were no dead voters in Georgia, no, that is, that is, there, was, there was thousands of dead voters in Georgia. And then, and then the other thing is you have constantly shilled up for this election. And I want to tell you, it's, it, there was blatant outright fraud in the 2020 election. Complete and total fraud, and you know it. 
You absolutely do know it. And I'm going to follow up with one more thing. Trump won Georgia. I know you don't like for me to say that, but I am convinced that he did. I'm born and raised in Georgia, lived there all my life, campaigned all over the state in the 2020 election. And for, to, to come in here for the Election Integrity Caucus and for you to be on the panel, it's actually insulting to election integrity because I think you did a horrific job for the state of Georgia. And I can't believe that our tax dollars have to pay you to run our election system. You were formerly a Georgia uh, state employee, and then you got to be a contractor during the election. Well, I, I think that was that. I don't. I don't know why that happened, and no one else got picked. But somehow we ended up with you. But there were massive problems in the recount in Floyd County. They recovered over. I think it was over 2,000 votes for Trump in the hand recount. Floyd County is a tiny little county teeny tiny little county to, to recover over 2,000 votes for Trump in a hand recount is outrageous. And then we have the whole catastrophe of suitcases coming out from under the table, videos of them re-scanning uh, stacks of ballots. All of this went on, but the Secretary of State's office said, oh, flawless election in the state of Georgia in 2020. And, I'm, I, and it's not. I'm sorry, it's not. And I hate to tell you, but there are many Georgians, and I'm one of them, that have no faith in our election system in Georgia. And I'm still upset about it. So the fact that I get to come in here for election integrity, caucus, thank you very much. Thank you, and thank you, Claudia. But this, I don't find any election integrity here. Boom! Marjorie Taylor Greene. The myth and the legend. She's fantastic, isn't she? So, we got a lot of fight left in us. Keep the faith. Get out there. Talk shit to a liberal. Thanks for watching. God bless the United States of America. We have a great country, but we got to keep fighting for it. God bless. <laughs>